0: Ladies and gents, to a new episode of the Mole Podcast. I'm your host, Tate Levels. Today we are checking out Jack the Ripper. Now I know I said I would have this episode like up in a month or so, but I mean I was like, hey, I might as well do it now. Um, <clears throat> so basically, um, in the year 1888 in the district of Whitechapel, London, there was a series of murder series of murders. I already screwed up. The series of murders. That terrified the citizens of Whitechapel, and he came to be known as Jack the Ripper um, he was also known as the leather apron and the Whitechapel murder as by a contemporary uh, journalist um, These murders were very brutal like I mean if if, if if you've seen some of the pics they're extremely brutal guys like I'm not going to put them in the video if you want you can look up Jack the Ripper. Um, murder images, and it'll bring up the—I wouldn't say optopsies, but something similar to it. But it's just so graphic. So if you're gonna look it up, just viewer discretion, because um, that's some gnarly stuff, man. Some gnarly stuff. All right. So there were five victims that we know, and they are called the 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 um the the connect eh. The the canonical five, I think's how they pronounce it. I don't know. Remember, I'm I'm fifteen. I, I suck at pronouncing words half the time, so if I screw something up, let me know in the comments. Also, I remember when I was talking about a Scream yesterday in the welcoming episode. His name's not Luke. His name's Noah. I'm gonna punch myself in the stomach for that, but his name's Noah. 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 So, anyways, so the <coughs> the in, the I believe the heightened in, the in, the point. Where the interest was peaked was from the uh from hell letter that that that, that was received by George Lusk of the White vigilance um, c- p- committee. I can't speak. Eh. also guys, I'm gonna be getting a new mic. I don't know if I'm gonna be getting it in Christmas or if I'm gonna buy it late or er, before, but I'm I'm gonna get a new mic and it's gonna sound a lot better than this Xbox headset. It's gonna be a blue yeti nano, I believe is what it's called. And yeah, it's gonna be lit, guys, because now you don't have to listen to this piece of crap mic. Anyways, so, originally he was called the, you, you know, like they called him the Whitechapel murderer, and then eventually, um, the, basically the Jack the Ripper name came from someone saying, hey, I'm Jack the Ripper, and that's and it was p- posted in the media, and, so that's where the Jack the Ripper part came from. Of course, there was always <coughs> people saying Jill the Ripper, and all all that kind of stuff. And so basically there were five victims in the um, the first series of killings. I believe like it's the only series of killings. In the only article I'm reading, it does say that it went from eight that the date was 1888 to 1891. and They are called the canonical five. And those include um Marian Nichols, A- Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Eddowes, and Mary Jane Kelly and their murders occurred from August 31st to, Nove- to November 9th 1888 and these murders are often linked to each other um, because of how they were murdered and you know just just how they were murdered was how they were linked to Jack the Ripper um there are said that there have been m- more murders than just than just the, the canonical 5 but these are the only ones that were proven to be done by the Ripper, quote unquote. Um, so, like I said, this happened in Whitechapel, London, in England. If you are, you know, if you if you don't know where London's at, I mean, look at your map, go to the UK, and then look for England. And uh, yeah, that, that, or look for the UK. Ah, look for London in the UK, and there you go. basically. We don't know what driv- drove this man to kill, but Whitechapel was. It wasn't really the best side of London. It was. You know, like there's robbery, violence, and alcohol. Or Yeah, alcohol dependency were a commonplace. Um, and poverty drove many women to prostitution. Which I don't think I mentioned this, but all the murders. All the. Mur- every person that. I can't speak. Every woman that was murdered in the Whitechapel murders was a prostitute. I don't think I mentioned that yet. I don't think I did, but now I have. Um, and um, estimates by the uh, London uh, Metropolitan Police Service estimated that there were 62 br- brothels, brothels, and 1,200 women, women, eh, women, women working um, as prostitutes in um, Whitechapel. Um, you know there was anti-Semitic crime, you know, um, racism, social disturbance, and just poverty, man, just poverty. It was the n- n- it was Whitechapel was the notorious den of immorality, so you can think about that. And these grotesque murders attributed to the Jack the Ripper name that we all know and I wouldn't say love, but we just all know because you know, we know now. Um. There are eleven. The, there were eleven separate murders stretching from the third of April of eighteen eighty-eight to February thirteenth, eighteen ninety-one. Now, I don't know about you, but that's a that's not that many murders. Um. At all, I mean, still, that's still too many murders if you think about it in the large respect. But when you think about murders, that doesn't seem like too many in 3 years so I don't know that could just be me I hope that's not just me cuz if that's just me then I'm not, then I am an evil person but anyways so the first the first person to be killed um which these are not part of the canonical 5 but the first two cases of the Whitechapel murder file are of M- Emma Elizabeth Smith and Martha Tabram I believe, but they are not included in the canonical 5, like I stated earlier. Uh, Smith was robbed and sexually assaulted on Osborne Street on the 3rd of April, and a blunt object was inserted into her sexual organ, rupturing her... her... how do you pronounce that word? Give me a sec. Um, basically, um... It lines the, it's lining of the, of the abdomen cavity, um, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, just let me know, I I know I am, and she, and she developed, um, I don't know how to pronounce these guys, I don't know how to pronounce these words, guys, I'm sorry, I'm not a medical expert, and she died the following day at London Hospital, so. Um, it is said that she was attacked by two or three men, whom was the teen- one of them who was a teenager. And the attack was linked to later murders by the press. But that is not the best thing ever, you know? That actually does suck. Um, and then Tabram was, um, murdered on the, um, 7th of August, so not that long ago. But it is at the same time, cause considering it was October 29th. But she suffered, and get this, 39 stab moves wounds. I screwed that up again. 39 stab wounds. That's a lot, guys. That's a lot of stab wounds. Um, but there's a lack of motive, and that's where the grizzly parts link in. There's no clear motive of why these people were merged. It's a lack of motive, and we don't know why he did it. I don't don't think we do, anyways, because he was never caught. Um, though, reason why this isn't part of the canonical murders is because none of these they were stabbed and rather than slashed in the throat and the abdomen and many experts do not connect it with the later murders that happened um, because of the different wound pattern and because Jack the Ripper, you know, he'd slit the throat cut the ab, slit slit the abdomen, you know, take stuff out that shouldn't be outside the body but, um, yeah, that's just how that, I mean that's how the Ripper operated, man. Just evil, just pure evil. Um, the canonical five, as I stated, were, were Marian Nichols, Anna Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine, and I'm probably... I know I'm pronouncing her name wrong, and I am just so sad. And Mary Jane Kelly. Now, Nichols' bodies was was discovered at around 3:40 on the, on Friday of the 31st of August, um, of course, 1888. Um, in Buckrose Whitechapel, which is now the Doran Street. I believe I'm pronouncing that right, too. The throat was severed by two cuts. The lower part of the abdomen was partially ripped open by a deep, jagged wound. Several o- other incisions on the abdomen were caused by the same knife. Um, I don't think we know where this this knife is at. But I think we do. I'm not sure. Anyways, Chapman's body was discovered around 6 a.m. on sap- on Saturday the 8th, September 1888. And yes, I failed to do an English accent, I know. Near a doorway of the backyard at 29th Hanbury Street. Sp- Spitalfields, I think? And, um, Nichols was, had her throat, Or er, Ch- Chapman had the same thing as Ar- uh, Nichols' throat, and it was cut by two cuts. The abdomen was slashed entirely open, and it was later discovered that the uterus had been removed. Um, I don't know about you, but that's pretty gnarly, man. And at and at the inquest, one witness described seeing Chapman at about five thirty with with a dark-haired man and shabby genteel appearance. <laughs> I don't know about you, no idea what that means. Um, I know what shabby means. Um, but yeah, um, Stride and Eddowes were also they were they were killed early morning on Sunday thirtieth September eighteen eighty eight. Stride's body was discovered around 1, 1 a.m. in Dut's, Dutfield's Yard off Burner Street, which is now called Hercules Street, I believe, and it's also in Whitechapel as well. And there's a picture of that does and that looks really gnarly. Um, the cause of death was a, was a clear-cut incision with several of the main arteries on the left side of the neck. Severed. The main artery. I don't know how I said many arteries, which severed the main artery on the left side of the neck. The absence of mutilation to the abdomen has led un- uncertainty about whether Stride's murder was contributed to the, what should be attributed to the to the Ripper, or whether he was interrupted during the attack. Um, witnesses said that they saw Stride with a man earlier that night, but gave no offering descriptions. Some say he was shabby dressed; others, he said, he was well dressed. Edo's body was found in Marge Square, the city of London, three quarters of an hour after Stride's. The throat was severed, and the abdomen and was ripped open by a long, deep, jagged wound. The left kidney and the m- and the major part of the uterus had been removed. A local man named Joseph Loden had passed through the square with two friends shortly before the murder. He described seeing a fair-haired man of shabby appearance with a woman who may have been Edo's. His his companions were unable to confirm his description. Edo's and Stride's murders were later called the double event. Part of Edo's Bloodied apron was found at the entrance of the tenement in Galswood Street, Whitechapel. Um, basically, it was meant to, or so, some writing on the wall above the apron became known as the Galswood Street graf- graffito, It seemed to implicate a Jew or Jews. But it was unclear whether the graffito was written by the murderer as he dropped the apron piece, or was merely incidental. Um, and we know that the serial killers—they're they're pretty smart. So I don't think this was incidental. Maybe it was. I don't know. Um, but they feared that it might spark an anti-Semitic riot. Um, police commissioner, anyway, uh, Charles Warren, thought that. Kelly's, and I think now we're moving on to Mary Jane Kelly. Um, this one is, I would say, the most graphic one. Her mutilated and disemboweled body was discovered lying on the bed in the single room where she lived at 13 Millers Court, off Dorset Street, Splattenfield at 10.45, on Friday, on Friday the 9th of, eight of November, 1888, her throat had been severed down to the spine and the abdomen almost emptied of its organs. The heart was missing. Um, I know I've been, you know, talking pretty, I guess, funnily in all of these, but, I mean, the actuality is these people did die, and it's very sad, to be honest with you. It's very sad. Um, I don't know why I went really quiet I guess on that one really serious I don't know to be honest with you um, I don't know why, why I went at that beginning with a joke in mind I guess I was trying to keep it interesting but I mean yeah that was my discord but if you heard it but that was extremely extremely graphic um, and honestly for the people who went to see that they probably haven't seen that in a long time, so that I can see how that would shock someone, because yeah, the the canonical five, the canonical five murders were they were perpetrated at night and on or close to the weekend, and it was either at the end of the month or a week or so after the month, and the mutilations, if you couldn't tell, became more and more. Um, and, and, and there's um, s- severity as the murders proceeded, except for stride. Um, a lot of people say that the attacker was interrupted. Um, Nichols wasn't missing any organs, and Chapman's u- uterus was taken. Um, um, Eddowes had her uterus and kidney removed, and her face mutilated. Now, and Kelly's body was ev- eviscerated, and her face hacked away. The no, only her heart was missing from the crime scene, which I guess, if you want to say a silver lining, but that's just brutal, man. Like this, so brutal. Um. Historically, uh, these five crimes, or it's the belief that these five crimes were derived from the c- contemporary documents that link them together, to the exclusion of others. Do I know what that means? No. Am I reading from a Wikipedia article? Maybe. <laughs> Um, Of course, I was reading word for word on the murders because I wanted to get it, you know, as close as I could. Um, Now, for the people who did it, there's a lot of people who they thought did these murders. Um, They were all... So, basically, there were a lot of People that were, you know, said these murders were by these people. Some said they were by these people, but there were later Whitechapel murderers. Murders. I don't know. Why I said murderers. But murders. Um. Wow. That is. Holy crap. That's wow. Okay. So Kelly is generally considered to be the la- the final of the Ripper murders. Which thank God. And it is assumed that the crimes in it, because of the culprit's death, imprisonment inst. Um. In- immigration or institutionalization meaning if I've read that right, you' put in an institution which weren't always the best at this time, but it could have been worse um and these f- there's another four murders that ha- murders, murders that happened after the canonical five those are Rose Millet Alice McKenzie, the in Street torso, yes I thought it sounds and France Coles. Mallet was found strang- strangled in Clark's Yard, High Street, Pop, Poplar, on the 20th of December. Yeah, of course, 1888. There was no sign of struggle, and the police believed that she ac- that she had accidentally hanged herself on her collar collar while in a drunken stupor, or committed suicide. Nevertheless, the inquest jury returned a, th- a verdict of murder. Mackenzie um, was killed on July seventeenth 1889. Um, by the severance of the left cartoid artery, which is somewhere in your neck, or no, it's in your head—a head and neck. Um, several minor bruises and cuts were found on the body discovered on Castle in Castle All- Alley, Whitechapel. Um, yeah, and this person named Thomas Bond believed this to be a Ripper murderer. Though his colleague. Disagreed because he kind of examined three of the previous victims, so he said no. Um, the Pigeon Street torso was a headless and legless torso of an uh, uh, of an unidentified woman found under the railway arch of Pension Street, Whitechapel, on the 10th of December, September 1889. It seems probably that the murder was committed elsewhere and that parts of the dismembered body were dispersed or, disposal- or disposed. Um, and Coles was killed un- again or no, actually, under a different railway arch and and swallow garden. Um, This murder took place on February thirteenth, 1891, so... not the same day, but it was three days after. Oh, no, it wasn't. Three days and three years after. And a couple months. I screwed that up completely. Um, Her throat was cut, but her body was not mutilated. And James Thomas Sadler was arrested by police. They saw her with him earlier, and was charged with murder <coughs> <coughs> yeah. he was briefly thought to be the Ripper as well and though he was discharged from court uh, for lack of evidence on the 3rd of March 1891 uh, in addition to the white chap to the 11 Whitechapel murders commentators have linked other attacks to the Ripper in the case of fairy Fay, and which is unclear whether the attack was real or fabricated or as part of the Ripper lore Fairy was given to a nickname allegedly found on 26th of December 1887 after a stake had been thrust through her abdomen. But there were no records of mur- there were no record murders in Whitechapel around Christmas 1887 or at around Christmas 1887. Mary seems to have been created nearly or created the, though a confused press report of the murder of Ele- Emma Elizabeth Smith who had stu- who had a stick or a blunt object shoved into her sexual organ. Now I'm saying that because you know which word I'm probably talking about, <coughs> but I'm going to say that to stay scientifical. <laughs> uh, why do I try to be scientifical? And my voice is starting to get raspy, so. <coughs> okay, I'm good now. Okay, there we go. And many authors agree that the very fairy, that the victim fairy Fay, never existed. Anna Midwell, Midwood uh, Midwell, was admitted to Whitechapel Workhouse Infirmary with stab wounds in her leg and lower torso on the 25th of February 1888. She was discharged but died from apparently natural causes, at age 38, um, on March 31st, 1888. Um, let's see. Another was Ada Wilson, who supportably, who supportably, reportedly survived being stabbed twice in the neck on the March 28th. And Anna Farmer recited at the same lodging house as Martha Tabra and reported an attack on November 21st, 1888. She had a superficial cut on her throat, but it was possibly self-inflicted. And the White House, the White Hall mystery, I don't know why I'm screwing up in so many words, was a term coined for the discovery of the headless torso of a woman woman, on the 2nd of October, October 1888. So, not too long ago if you want to look at it in days. Years? Oh my gosh, that's a long time ago, so over 100 years ago. Um, the basement of the new me- Metropolitan Police headquarters that were being built in Whitehill. An arm belonging to the body was previously discovered floating in the river Thames near Pimlico, and one of the legs was subsequently discovered buried near where the torso was found. The other limbs, head, and, <coughs> and the rest of the body were never recovered and the body was never identified um, and the mutilations are similar to the one of the um, the pickle Street case um, yeah, a lot of gnarly stuff and this one John Gill a seven-year-old boy was found murdered in Mur- in Manningham Bradford on the 29th of December 1888 his legs have been severed or his legs had been severed, his abdomen opened, his intestines drawn out, and his heart and one ear removed. Um, they thought the Rupert killed him because of the similarities between the murder of, Mel- of Mary Kelly. The press uh, s- speculated the had killed him. Um, the boy's employer, Milkman William Barrett, was arrested twice for murder, but was released due to insufficient evidence, and no one else was prosecuted for that murder. Um, there's a lot of this is really deep stuff guys like honestly like there's a lot of stuff um, There's another one Carrie Brown her nickname is Shakespeare um, was strangled with clothing and mutilated with a knife on the 24th of April 1891 in New York City. Her body was found with a large tear through her groin area and superficial cuts on her leg and legs and back. No organs were removed from the scene though an ovary was found upon the bed either. Purposely removed or unintentionally dislodged. At the time the murder was compared to those in Whitechapel, though the the, the Metropolitan Police eventually ruled out any connection. Now! <clears throat> after all those murders, and I think there's one that I skipped over to, but after all of those murders, whew, we get to the investigation part, which honestly is probably everyone's favorite part. Um, a lot of people were thought to have been the ripper Birchers, slaughterers surgeons and physicians were suspected of the man because of the manner of mutilation um, which honestly makes a lot of sense if you think about it um, but of course everyone who was thought to be the murderer either died or was put in a Mental hospital. And we'll be right back after the break. And we are back back after Mm -hmm. a super long break. Um, The break was more like two days, actually. I started filming on, or recording on, 10:29, ten twenty nine I think' is when I started and now it's now it's Halloween um so yeah uh now I'll put that at the beginning of the episode but um anyways, so now we are going down to the suspect because I believe that's where we left off last time was with suspects so I think I said this before I don't think I did the concentration of the killings were around weekends or public holidays with a few, within a few streets of each other and have indicated that the ripper may have been a regular and were was regularly employed and lived locally um other thought maybe he was an upper an, an educated upper classman such as a doctor or um aristocrat i fancy you pronounce that aristocrat yeah yes yeah, so that has to kind of cool if you th- think about um yeah, so for suspects you know. It was either a doctor, because they, they thought butchers, doctors, um, butchers, doctors, and surgeons. I don't know the last time I forgot it. And surgeons. And the reason why is because, you know, like I said in the the murders, they were very dark and graphic. And you needed a surgeon to do that because there's a lot of stuff normal people couldn't do. And a lot of that stuff is what normal people wouldn't do. Um,. But of course, Jack the Ripper. He m- just, he was he, he was good at his craft. I know that's weird to say for a murderer, but he was good at his, his craft. Um, but there's a lot of people about who did it, who did it, and why did it. You know, um, but we might probably never know. Now there were hundreds of letters that were claimed to be written by Jack the Ripper. Uh, over hundreds, probably thousands, of letters to be written by him, but or her, who 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 even knows who it is, it. But um, but three of these are prominent. There's three. There's three particular ones that are prominent, and that's the dear boss letter, the saucy jack jack, the saucy Jackie letter, and the from hell letter. Now, if you want to look those up, I'll have those in the description below. If you want to look at that, but it is really, really good. You know, good, but you get what I mean. It's different from our from our letters, you know. There's like reading some of the language, you're like, what does that mean? But um, the Dear Boss letter and the Saucy Jack le- ja- Jackie letter had the same amount of handwriting. The, s- the handwriting was similar, but the From Hell letter was completely different. And from the two images I'm looking at on these letters, oh yeah, they look completely different. Because I believe if I have a tab open, the, let me see, the Dear Boss letter, oh yeah, that, that handwriting is completely different from the, um, from Hell letter. For sure, for sure, but I'll have these letters in the description below if you want to read them. read I mean, them for yourself, but they're really, really weird, and all, and, the, there's another one called the Open Shaw letter. There's four of them. Open. Sh- there's, there's Dear Boss, Saucy Jackie, from Hell, and the Open Shaw. Only one of these is a postcard, and that's the, and that's the Saucy Jackie one. Um, a lot of stuff's really interesting though. Um, in most mur- m- murders, the media was like, "Hey, we should, we should make this popular." So I can imagine, you know, someone. writing down, you know, writing stuff down with a pen, you know, like, writing stuff down, be like, Jack the Ripper strikes again. Murder twice as gruesome, or something like that, you know, something, something just like that. But, of course, um, you know, um, another one, the name Jack was already used to describe another fabled London attacker. Um, but I bet you didn't know that. That's a fun fact. Um, so they called him the Leather Apron because Spring-Heeled Jack supposedly leaped over to strike at his victims and escape as quickly as he could, or as he came. And that's why they all stood That's why they called him the Deer bo- or le- Leather Apron. But there is one that I am going to do later. This is for sure, and it's called the Axemen of New Orleans. I think I might make that my my next one, but I actually read this as a comic, and. Honestly, I, I loved it, to be honest with you. Like, it was probably my favorite graphic comic. And he has quite a bit of victims. I think he, um, the Axeman had 12 victims, if I'm reading that right. But it was really good. And honestly, I might do that on the next episode, after Jack the Ripper. I'll do the Axmen of New Orleans. So... That's just a look at stuff to come. You and I probably shouldn't have, but oh well. And so there's um, a lot of people for killers. There's the Axman of New Orleans, Boston Strangler, Beltway Sniper. Um, examples that derive from Jack the Ripper would be the French Ripper, the, dus- the Dusseldorf Ripper, the Camden Ripper, the Blackout Ripper, Jack the Stripper. That's weird. <laughs> the Yorkshire Ripper, and the Rostov Ripper. And they just—I I, I don't know. But the media's always got it. And they were like, let's do this. And so, yeah. Um, and, and like I mentioned before, they called him the Leather Apron. So, they liked calling him the Leather Apron. Let's just say that. You know, they're like, ooh, he murdered people. Let's say, uh-huh. Let's get that loud, obnoxious pin-clicking noise. The Leather Apron. Yeah, that's going to work for media. Views. And, you know, all the... um. Uh, The media, man, sometimes. (laughs) But, the legacy of the murders is that, it's just, it was just, so weird, guys. Honestly, there's a lot to do with Jack the Ripper. Like, Um, it drew attention the victims drew attention to the poor living conditions in the east end and galvanized public opinion against the overcrowded unsanitary slums unsanitary slums (laughs) oh man and the legend of the ripper is still promoted by by, by guided tours of the murder site um but yeah and then in 2015 the jack the ripper museum opened in east london so if you want you can go there uh, that seems actually pretty cool to go to if you really want to. But when you think of Jack the Ripper, you think of Jack the Ripper. <laughs> um, that made no sense, to be honest with you. But when you think of him, you think of a tall guy, mustache, black, you know, nice black suit, butcher, or not really butcher knife, but like a really delicate, I wouldn't say scab, but so, like a scabber, but something bigger than that. Like like bigger blade and stuff. That's what I imagine when I see Jack the Ripper. Um, but for DNA, they're points exclusively to two different subjects, and the methodology of both have been criticized. Um, but there ha- there has been they've been trying to attempt to find who the killer was, Jack the Jack. But they can't, cause forensics wasn't. They really didn't exist. It, may, it did a little bit, maybe, but the lack of surviving forensic evidence, just, just lack of it. There's just nothing left for forensic for forensics to find. And be like, oh, this person did it. So, um, from now on, until we get better with forensics and stuff, is better, better than we are now. You just. We can't find out who did this, and we probably never will. And. As I like to say, some things are just better unsolved than they are solved, and it's pretty weird. But it's just some things are better left unsolved, and this may be one of them. This may be not, you know, for the families or the the great great grandchildren of these women, if they had any, if they you know had kids, they probably didn't. Saying that they were prostitutes, but I don't know this case may be better unsolved, but I know that raises a lot of questions, like, why does it, why should it remain unsolved, and that's the answer that I just cannot provide for y'all, why we just need to leave it unsolved, because it's just gonna be on our mind, who was Jack the Ripper, man, I wonder who was Jack the Ripper, it's just, we're probably never gonna find out who, wh- who Jack the Ripper was, we probably never will. And that and that sucks for some people because they're like, "Ooh, I'm gonna find out who he is." So they get their loud clen- pen click, and they're like, "Jack the Ripper is," and then they'll underline it 18 times. Close the pen, drop it, and then they'll be able, Then they'll go around. You know, they'll get their pencil to write down suspect names, and then they'll finally come up with the answer. they be like, "It was so and so." Then they'll circle it, and then they'll bring in the evidence to the police, and just so it just doesn't line up. Then they'll go back to the drawing board and try to figure out who he was. But that is really it, to be honest with you guys. There's, there's not a lot, because we don't know who he is, who he was. We just probably will never find out. I know that sucks for a lot of you guys. You guys are like, will he tell us who Jack the Ripper is? No. I was not born in 1888, nor was I alive in 1888, so. That is an answer I cannot provide for you. Anyways, I hope you have enjoyed this podcast episode of Over Jack the Ripper. Again, like I said, I'm your host, Tayden Loves. Thank you for joining us, and I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye.